Like most people, I've always been hugely self-critical. I would be the first to point out flaws in something I'd done, and I would beat myself up for something as simple as running late or forgetting to pick something up when shopping. Hi, I'm Mary Young, and this is the Lessons from Life podcast. I'm glad you joined us. Today's episode is Be Gentle With Yourself, and we'll be discussing self-talk. Be gentle with yourself is a lesson I've learned over time and worked hard to internalize. That one phrase can encompass many different things. Don't yell at yourself internally. Don't expect yourself to be superhuman. Treat yourself the way you would treat a friend or a small child. Say nice things about yourself to yourself. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Take care of yourself. Pamper yourself. Be kind to yourself and love yourself. I think that last one really sums it up. Love yourself. Now, it's possible that you're listening to this podcast thinking, love myself? How do I do that? If that's what you're thinking, start working your way through the items I just listed. On the other hand, if you're thinking, yeah, Mary, I don't even know where to start, I'd like to suggest talking to yourself the way you would to a friend or to a small child. If a friend came to me and said, I overslept and I was late for work today, I would not respond with, you are so lazy. How are you going to keep your job if you keep messing up? But you know what? I used to say exactly that to myself when I overslept. Think about some habit or behavior you're trying to change. For me, it's weight loss and exercise. It seems like since menopause, all I have to do is look at a pint of ice cream and I'll add five pounds. Now, I know that the best way to lose weight and keep it off is to spend more calories than I take in. I actually have a watch that tracks my steps and an app on my phone to track my exercise and my calories. That's been true for a couple years now. But in those same two to three years, I have watched my weight steadily creep upwards. Or to say it the way I saw it on Facebook one time, the doctor told me I need to lose 10 pounds. I only have 30 more to go. Obviously, if my weight is increasing instead of decreasing, I am not making much progress towards my goal. And I just rewrote that sentence three times in my head, looking for the kindest way to say it. I could have said, obviously, I'm doing something wrong. Or maybe I could have said, obviously, I'm just not very good at this. I could even have said, oh look, proof that I'm lazy. Or, man, I really suck at this weight loss thing. The question is, why does it matter how I say it if I'm just talking to myself? We have an answer for that. 
Think about all the times in your life somebody has tried to persuade or motivate you to do something. Now, think about the times they were successful. Did shaming you or calling you stupid, lazy, incompetent, etc. persuade or motivate you? If the answer is no, then why is it that we think those techniques will work when we use them on ourselves? I can call myself all kinds of names when I think about my hit or miss attempts at fitness and weight loss over the last few years. I can tell myself the extra weight makes me look like an ugly cow and proves I never finish what I start. But honestly, doing any of that would not help me get back on the fitness bandwagon. In fact, since I'm an emotional eater, it would probably have the opposite effect and drive me deeper into a tub of my favorite ice cream. The real question is, what would I do if one of my friends was sharing her weight loss or fitness struggle with me? The answer is easy for me. I would be gentle with her. While not downplaying the importance of weight loss and fitness, I wouldn't try to shame her or make her feel bad. I would look for ways to encourage her and victories to celebrate with her, even if they were tiny. We would celebrate her first time choosing fruit over ice cream and the time she rode her exercise bike every day for a week, even if it was only five minutes a day. I would speak compassionately while still reminding her how important it was. I might even tell her how much I love having her in my life and my concerns that if she doesn't take better care of herself, I might lose her too soon. If I can do all of that or say all of that to my friend, I want to be able to say and do the same thing for myself. My counselor calls it self-talk and it's an important part of our confidence and emotional well-being. Now, maybe you're listening to these self-talk ideas and thinking, yeah, maybe. That sounds really good, Mary, but you know what? When I try it, those positive words get drowned out by my inner critic or critics. I hear you loud and clear. My inner critics used to shout at me through a megaphone. And that megaphone was attached to a giant amplifier and a concert-sized speaker. I lived with those inner critics for over 50 years, and they consistently sabotaged any of my attempts to speak positively or compassionately to myself. As I became healthier emotionally, I became less willing to have this critical chorus constantly showering me with negative comments. A few years ago, I decided I'd had enough and I wrote them an eviction notice. Now I'm not going to share the whole thing here because it was several pages long and it was specific to my own reality. But for me, I felt like I had multiple inner critics, all of them angry. I pictured them as a circle of angry people surrounding me like a mob. As part of the eviction process, I gave this mob a name. I called them 
the circle of fuckheads. Yes, really. Using that name helped take away some of the power I had given them over the years. A key point in my eviction notice was that I told them I'd had enough and they no longer got to live in my head rent-free. To be more exact, I said, you don't own me, you don't control me, and I am not living my life to please you. I don't know who or what your inner critic looks like. Mine were angry family members from my early childhood. But I do know that none of us need to sabotage ourselves and none of us need to spend our lives listening to angry or critical voices in our heads, especially when those voices keep us from believing in ourselves or being gentle with ourselves. Now, having said that, just because I wrote an eviction notice doesn't mean that's the right activity for you. Everybody's different. But dealing with the inner critic, that is necessary for all of us. It has been four years since I evicted that circle of fuckheads and replaced them with a circle of love. Words of encouragement from people who support me. While I still hear them occasionally, it's nothing like it was before the eviction notice. And it's easier to silence the criticism and doubt, replacing it with encouragement and positivity. To be honest, I probably would never have reached the eviction point if I hadn't worked with a couple of very good counselors over the years. Working with them helped me increase my emotional health to the point where I no longer tolerated the circle of fuckheads and their constant critiques. But being gentle with myself is a learned behavior. It's something I have to practice on a daily basis, sometimes from minute to minute. I've actually been practicing it for over 20 years now. And while I'm much better than I was when I started, I'm still not as good at it as I will be. But I am better at it today than I was yesterday. And I'll be better at it tomorrow than I am today because I value myself enough to be gentle with myself, even when I'm not 100% successful at something. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go write myself an encouraging letter about how important it is for me to succeed with my weight loss and fitness goals. And I'm gonna figure out a way to reward myself for the milestones of any size that I achieve along the way. Ice cream will not be part of that reward plan. And I will continue to find new ways to be gentle with myself, even on days when I'm tempted to bully myself instead. I really hope you'll do the same. Thanks so much for listening. Now, go out there and make it a great day.